good near Shabbos to my children, grandchildren, close friends. This is the parsha where Jacob exhibits his clear favoritism for Joseph, uh, inciting the hatred of the other children, the other brothers who conspire to murder him and then to sell him. And at that point, he goes down to Egypt, um, being sold to some traders who are going in that direction. And uh, Jacob is given the multicolored coat back that they had dipped in animal blood to indicate that he had been devoured by an animal. Jacob is inconsolably upset uh, by this development and undertakes to never, never stop mourning for the rest of his life, which of course tells us about the difference between mourning for a child, many times, and mourning for a wife, as Avraham did with Sarah, and for parents, where mourning comes to an end. Uh, we learn from this that when uh, mourning has to take place for a child, it never comes to an end. Joseph arrives in Egypt, and he's sold to Potiphar's wife, and uh, becomes very active in running the affairs of Potiphar, Potiphar's wife tries to seduce him. He runs away, leaves his jacket in her hands, and then she turns the story around, blames him for having tried to come to her. He's placed in prison where we learn one of the most profound lessons in all of the Torah, which is the importance of seeing the hand of Hashem in everything. What happens is that uh, Yosef is thrown into prison and there he is imprisoned with a baker and a wine steward. One morning he notices that the two of them are looking um, forlorn, depressed, sad. And he raises the question is, you know, what's going on and why are you guys looking so downbeat? Whereafter they tell him the story of each of their dreams. And he tells the wine steward, well, let's go. He's, he tells the baker that uh, after he hears his dream, which is about the basket of bread on his shoulders, um, which the birds were eating from, that he will die in three days. And he tells the wine steward after hearing his dream, which is about the vineyard and the grapes and the sprouting of the grapes and the growing of the grapes and the squeezing of the grapes and the fermenting of the grapes, into the wine process, he tells him, you will be freed in three days and you will live. And of course, the question is, what did he know about these two dreams that enabled him to predict so accurately, because the predictions were completely fulfilled, so accurately, uh, what, was he, what did he know about these dreams? And there is a wonderful explanation that I heard from my beloved friend and teacher, Ivor Geft, that in fact, the baker when he looked at the bread, he saw birds eating from it. He didn't see an alive dynamic process by which bread came into the world. He looked at bread as a finished product and birds generally eat from the dead. They generally don't eat from living creatures. They are usually scared off by the movement of living creatures. So the fact that he was um, carrying the bread and the birds were eating it more or less indicates that he was walking comatose, walking dead. And I think we all know people uh, in that position uh, who are basically alive, but not fully alive. They're simply you know, breathing, living. 
uh, and performing bodily, bodily functions, but they're not fully alive in the, in the Jewish sense. Um, so he was able to tell that this status of being not fully alive uh, and looking at bread as a finished product uh, would uh, result in his death. The vintner, on the other hand, saw the entire process by which wine came into being. It is as if he understood the hand of Hashem was responsible for t bringing forth the vine uh, from sprouting of the vineyards to the grapes, to the squeezing, to the fermentation. And I think we learn from this the powerful lesson that to be fully Jewish is to see the process by which everything comes into being and then to understand that it is all part of the hand of Hashem at work. In fact, the proof is that whenever we make a bracha, we're always praising and blessing the process rather than the thing itself. So when we bless wine, the blessing is borei pri agafen. Blessed be the fruit of the vine. We don't even mention the word wine. When we bless bread, what are we blessing? The process by which bread is extracted from the ground and processed. Hamotzi lechem in When we eat an apple, it's borei pri aets. We're understanding the process by which that apple came to us. And I think to be fully Jewish is in that moment when we make a bracha to really understand fully the source of everything that we're blessing.